A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. Joining us is Neil Humphreys, of course. Uh, every Saturday, Neil comes in to give us his take on different things happening around Singapore. Today is no different. And, Neil, we are going to talk about an area that probably uh, quite a few of our listeners are familiar with, Circular Road, mm. which has gone through a lot of different uh, iterations it has, over it the has. years. Very histo- Where are we at today with it? Well, a very historic area, and I must backtrack slightly by saying, you have been asking me to talk about this for weeks. <laughs> and when, ladies and gentlemen, you hear what the story's about, it may change your views on Glenn Van Sutton. I don't know. <laughs> oh, but, now, wait a minute. No, 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 no I'm only kidding. But uh, no, we, it is a very interesting story because it's been in the news quite a bit recently because there have been a return of what we can only call, you know, the sex worker industry has flourished in Circular Road at a time when they have made considerable efforts mm. to basically sweep it away. I mean, Circular Road is clearly... One of those areas, because of its proximity to the CBD and expensive real estate, that they have earmarked for gentrification. You know, they are clearly trying to gentrify that area. High-end eateries have gone in there over the years, high-end bars, craft beer. As soon as you see a craft beer joint, (laughs) you know the Angmors are coming. Well, Um, and and just for somebody who may not know where it is, it's just behind Boat Key. That's it. It's the road that almost parallels Boat Key, right? It's fascinating because Boat Key has, has had a really weird relationship with the public in the 20 odd years that I've been here. You know, Boat Key was always kind of a bit of an old fashioned throwback to Asia in the 70s and 80s. It's Mm. one of the few places where unfortunately you can get accosted by very aggressive restaurant owners. I'm sure you've had it yourself, Mm. shoving menus into your faces. It has a very Bangkok kind of vibe, you know. They've been told many, many times to stop doing it. it, It's a real tourist honey trap. (laughs) I use that word loosely. So you have Boat Key that's had its issues. That's had its problems. You know, if you get a bar in Bokeh that survives more than two or three years, it's done very well. The turnover of places in that area. So they've tried for many, many years because the location is stunning. You know, it's on the river. It's where Stanford Raffles first landed, you know, first docked. It's got the stunning location, stunning history, stunning backdrop. And they've never quite got it right with Bokeh. And a lot of people feel that you know, Circular Road doesn't help Mm. because it is this weird paradox. You can literally step away from Boat Key, which is tourists, backpackers, gap year students, you know, families, tourists taking photographs, step back 20 metres through one of the sideways there, and you've got, to use the very tabloid phrase, scantily clad women. (laughs) They like that phrase so much in the Singapore media. They don't use the words that we expect them to use, so they use scantily clad women. And girly bars. And girly bars. Girly bars. It even sounds American, girly bars. So we have girly bars and scantily... I've got all cowboy now. It's like the GIs are here in 1968 or something, right? Very much so. That's a good point, Glenn. It's like St. Jack. It's like a chapter from St. Jack. The GIs are in town. The Vietnam War is still on. (laughs) You know, we need our women to do whatever they do. So they've tried for many, many years Circular Road. And this is a fascinating pattern, Glenn, because I've seen it over the years. I remember around 2005, 2006, I remember it distinctly because it ended up being a chapter in one of my books. Mm. They had this with Juchiette, Juchiette at the East Coast, and they still have it with Juchiette to a lesser extent. Now, Juchiette, as everybody knows, East Coast, Great heritage, great architecture, great history, very popular place for locals and expats alike. But it's always had 
a connection to the sex industry. It always has, mm. Tuchet, going way, way back. So when I first explored the place for my book... <laughs> you had um, to do research. Yeah, because they even set up, I remember it vividly, they even set up some kind of Juchiet residence committee yeah. because it was such a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I remember one famous example that you never forget that a father got up very early one morning to take his kids to some camp or something and he found... I'll use that phrase again, a scantily clad woman <laughs> earning her living on the bonnet of his car. Oh, ouch. With his children yeah, coming yeah, out, yeah. you know, so this is the thing. So Juchet has tried it with some success. It has cleaned up quite yeah, a lot. And uh, a lot East of the, Coast Road. Yeah, exactly. I live in the area. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, well, I guess the magnet for a lot of it was a lot of the clubs. The, yeah, the, the bars, yeah. The bars, the KTVs and the kind of people and there, businessmen, visitors, yeah, they've, expats. They've cleaned it. I don't think it's perfectly clean yet, but they no. have cleaned it. But it used to be a hotel there. I won't name it, but it's it's changed its name since then anyway. Uh, I can name it. I think it was called the Paramount Hotel because it's not called that anymore. Right. And I stayed there the first week I came back to Singapore knowing nothing about it. And there was still a legacy of those old KTV bars downstairs. And I'm staying in the hotel with my daughter. And I <laughs> thought it was so sleazy because my daughter was only three years old then. And I almost ended up feeling sorry for these women because they were trying to drag me into the bar. Uh, not for anything other than I guess in their own commission. For, Buy some drinks. Yeah, yeah, and, to yeah. drink. But I'm like, I have a three-year-old daughter <laughs> with me, and it's a very dark bar, and it's the middle of the day. Never mind. Come, come, come. Says something about how yeah. you, you appeared to them, well, right? I'm, I mean, oh, don't you even, must have been looking pretty sketchy there, Neil. Pretty seedy. Well, I always look seedy <laughs> at the best of times, Glenn. My reaction wasn't anger. It wasn't disappointment or frustration. It was kind of empathy. You know, they mm. felt they were mm. so desperate for some cash mm. that they're even willing to drag in this scruffy-looking Angmore with a three-year-old daughter. Right. So look, that industry is what it is. It's never going to go away. So I find it fascinating that Circular Road is kind of at this tipping point between old school Circular Road and gentrified well, Circular and, and Road. And during the day, though, I mean, it's filled with office workers. There's, you know, yep. there's food courts well, it's there. It's across from Raffles and, Place. Yeah, it's yeah. right there, right? It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right near the OCBC building. Yep. You know, so it is, you know, during the daytime, it's... And even at nighttime, it's perfectly fine. I mean, you're safe. It's safe walking down there. Of course it is. Although I have heard in recent years more incidents of, you know, kind of gang fights Mm. late at night there, Mm. you know, groups of people walking around, men walking around, getting in fights and things. But I think generally it's a pretty safe if not a bit off yeah, color, yeah. should Singapore maybe embrace those types of areas to give it a little bit of flavor? Yes. I mean, obviously not the crime part. I, I know uh, yeah, a bit sure. about Circular Road because I researched that area for my crime thrillers. And you make a very, very good point, Glenn, about the gang culture. I use that loosely. It's not a gang culture. Yeah. as we. It's a few incidents here and there. But along that Circular Road area and going slightly closer towards Chinatown, mm. you are right because... Once you step away from Boat Key and Clark Key, which I call, you know, they have the tourist prices. Sure. Circular Road have local prices. Right. So if you're a local teenager, tear away, you know, you're not going to drink in Boat Key or Clark Key because, frankly, you can't afford it. Yeah. But Circular Road have almost, almost in some places, coffee shop prices. You know, you get a bottle of beer for five or six bucks or whatever. So inevitably, it's going to draw a certain kind of clientele, which is why why they're trying to gentrify it, which you know what that means, what you just said. It means pushing up the prices, right. pushing out the locals, bringing in high-paid foreigners, high-paid CEOs, whatever. Yes, you clean up the place, mm. but also, as you correctly surmise, 
you lose the local flavour and the local identity. Something that I've written about before with places like Juchette, yeah, East Coast, yeah. you know, you lose a certain flavour. Yep. I'll give you a very quick example that's relevant. Mohammed Sultan Road. Mm-hmm. That was the place for the journalists to all go. Oh, I used to go there. Yeah, yeah, that was the hangout. But the real estate there, very expensive, a lot of condos, and they were eventually all pushed out. And now it's high-end eateries. So all of those local characters, local flavor, all gone. Hey, if you want to get a $6 cupcake, that's the place to go. <laughs> but it's lost a bit of its flavor. And we don't want that happening to Circular Road. Inspiring interviews, Singapore stories, Neil Humphreys. Thank you so much for that. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.